I'm gonna do the clap. You do the clap, uh-huh. and then Nudie does the clap. All right. Okay. Mm-hmm. One, two, three. Mm-hmm. Wait, no, no. <laughs> He never. It's okay. All I need is a clap. Darren always does the clap. You have to count. Well, never. Wait, you thought you you thought this was like a cooking was, show, right? <laughs> it was three beats. He did three beats. He did this like he did three and beats. this is and this is and this is how tuna fish casserole what? goes. What? Mm, mm, mm. <laughs> you gotta give it one, two, three. I did now. one, two, three. You didn't you did. say it. No, I, said it I said it myself. No, man. you said. Go ahead, man. Go ahead. I like that. that was one, set. two, three. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Right, it's the DJ in me, bro. Jesus, I'm going to change. We're going to do the mm 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 That was like something <laughs> like some, like a Food Network yeah. chef would end with, right? <laughs> it was like the Emerald Bomb Bam. It was very, Bam. It was very cute. It was very cute. Yeah. And that's mm-hmm. and when when you when you take it out the oven, it should look like this. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> Yo, chill, y'all. He's blushing. You're a dick. All right, let's get it going. Hey, what's good? What's good? What's good? Welcome to Reflections of a DJ, the Road Podcast, presented by DJ City and Beat Source. I'm one of your hosts, DJ Crooked. We have DJ Never here. Yo, what up? We got Jamie the Great. Yeah. We have our associate producer, Nudia. Hello. Um. You know, DJ D Miles is MIA. Fixing his ass. He's getting his <laughs> Once ass. Once again. He's getting his ass fixed. It's been a while since he's been, it's been, a while since the, he's been gone and had his ass fixed. Up. The Only seems right. Yeah. But we have one of our favorite people in the world here to cover for him and be a special guest host today. He's a very talented producer. One of our favorite. Wait, are you laughing already? <laughs> <laughs> you wrote this intro. <laughs> <laughs> he's a talented producer, an amazing DJ. New stickers. Yeah. Yeah. I think he's the only Dominican black uh, uh, DJ from in Compton. Las Vegas. From Compton. From Compton. Yeah. By way hey. of Compton. Yeah. Compton. What? Com- Compton. By way of Compton. <laughs> <laughs> CPT. We uh-huh. have DJ Spider Tech in the building. What's good, Spider Tech? Yeah. We out here. Jesus. <laughs> I, I haven't seen you in a minute. I know, man. It's been <laughs> since the summer. You've been good? I'm good, I'm good, man. You've been coming back. You've been traveling a lot. I've seen you in New York and you shit. Know, yeah, just trying, trying to keep I, it moving. I saw you tweeting. You're like, I love DJing in New York. New York is different. That's all I can say. So it's just better because you can touch on any genre pretty much in New York, Definitely. Right? I, yeah. Man, I, I was playing disco at like peak hour in, in some of these clubs. It's crazy. Like I can never do that in a West Coast club. And you could just like kind of go deeper into like Afrobeat. You could go yeah. deeper into like uh, dance hall. Reggaeton, even Dembo, you can just go deeper, right? Yeah, man. I was playing. I was playing. (laughs) I was playing. I was playing at this one bottle service club, and it was. I was playing everything from like house to like Afro beats to to like all all the newest rap stuff to disco. Like, and it was keeping everybody going. Yeah, like it was crazy. It was probably the most wildest experience I had DJing in like a couple years now. That's dope. Yeah. That's dope. Do you have you do you do you spend in Miami? Uh do you Yeah. It's almost the same in Miami, but I feel like in Miami you can go even more deeper yeah. a little bit. Yeah, it's definitely a lot like it's you know, I would say like other clubs, especially in like Wynwood, uh-huh. you, could, you could play, you know, more more Latin stuff, but you can also go a little deeper with, with anything else. Especially the Afrobeat stuff, man. That stuff yeah. is big over there right now. So you've been DJing a lot, right? Yeah. But have you been producing as much here here and there man i've been been working on some stuff yeah um I'll, I'll be honest with you i feel like you know and maybe we were spoiled over the past year when everyone was in the pandemic <laughs> but i feel like there's been less remixes coming out yeah Be- because maybe there was like 
multiple remixes coming out every week, right? During People the pandemic. Yeah, because we had time. Shit. Yeah, yeah, right? Yeah. But we kind of got spoiled a little bit, right? Yeah. And then people were streaming, so like everyone was like kind yeah. of like playing the playing the remixes and and it seems like this year there hasn't been that many nah, I edits mean, or remixes everyone's outside bro honestly outside. right now the ones that really deliver the top notch stuff they're we're still putting stuff out but yeah. you know everybody else kind of went back to work i mean i kind of fell back a little bit just because i'm going in in, in a different direction mm-hmm. like I'm working on... What direction are you going into? Because I wanted to ask you this, because I saw another tweet that you did. You're like, uh, big shout to Audio One, by the way. Yeah, yeah. shout out to Audio yeah. One, bro. Audio One, man. Actually, I've been, I've been speaking with him. He's doing a lot, lot better. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. And uh, hopefully, we'll have him here in person maybe next year. Yep. Early yeah. next year. Yeah. It was just his birthday cool. recently. Yeah, yep. happy, happy birthday. birthday. Happy birthday, bro. Uh, he's looking good, too, man. Yep. I know, he's looking in skinny mini. Yeah. Anyway, shout out to you, Audio One. But you were saying Audio One was telling you to get back into the Twitch game, yeah. into streaming. Yeah. And it's it's funny because, like, you know, usually after the summer, like, you know, gigs kind of slow down. Yeah. I, mm-hmm. I would. What do you think is the slowest month? I think I feel like November is the slowest. Yeah, November. November and right now, December. Yeah. December. December. But I feel like December. Picks up you, at the end. Yeah. I yeah. think it picks up at the end, but it's like yeah. people are going out of town. Yeah. And so it's, a lot of clubs are closed mm-hmm. for a week in yeah. December so but it becomes like this private event thing where like mm-hmm. all these all corporate, corporate parties all the corporate like, parties yeah. 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 all these yeah. private <laughs> events pop up in December right yeah. exactly yeah. and you're playing you know I got a feeling black eyed peas <laughs> you know what I'm saying along with Jingle Bell Rocks Katy Perry fireworks you're doing all of that shit so like December becomes this like corporate this slew of just like corporate events corporate for like Christmas America's parties and shit yeah. Yeah. but November's always pretty kind of slow you yeah. know what I'm saying but I, I was wondering like so like I I was saying like I noticed a lot of DJs going back to streaming in November yeah. a little bit right mm-hmm. yeah. I think we were talking about it for a slightly, little bit yeah, yeah, but I'm saying like someone like you who's very talented you're yeah. a producer you can definitely stream if you yeah. wanted to focus on that and you're gigging yeah how do you focus how do you know where to put your focus on honestly if it's I, almost it's if almost like time. worse no isn't it almost worse <laughs> to no. like. You, you don't you, think so? You, you know, so you know, you know what it is. To be that talented, yeah. <laughs> you have to pick. You don't want to be that talented. You want to focus on. You know what it yeah. is? It's that. It's that. Like once I'm getting used to gigging so much that uh, you know, once there's that downtime, a little bit, you still have that itch. You know what I'm saying? So you kind of was like, you know what, man, I feel like DJing, but I, you know, it's like, man, I'm, I might as well hook up to Twitch or something and then start streaming, and that's basically it. You know, I've been. I haven't been as uh, busy production-wise. I've been just trying some things out, see what sticks, and then mostly just going back on the DJing stuff. So, you know, it's just whenever I feel like. Like, I'm really not trying to make a strict schedule of, you know, Tuesday or, you know, every week type shit. I was wondering, though, would it be smart to make a schedule throughout the year where you know that gigs will slow down? Like season yeah. wise, huh? Like season wise, like yeah. season because you know, like, like so, November is my producing month. Well, I'll put it this way: like you know, like for producer DJs such yeah. as yourself, right? You know the summer's going to be busy, yeah. And you know January, February, March, 
April is kind of like right. it's scattered, right? It, a little bit. I mean, I think during I feel the like spring, it picks up in March and April because a the, little bit the pools open up. But yeah, then, but then it dies a little in May, right? Right. It kind of goes down a little in May, and then it goes back up in June. But still, the, right? the pools are open, so yeah. they still booking DJs regardless right. if it's busy. Yeah, that's true. Or slow, but so. I'm also thinking like in in Vegas, that's true. But I feel like it goes down a little in May. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So it's like I, I feel like you can kind of schedule when you're gonna like really focus on production. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I mean, and then, it's, a, it's the same philosophy as if you were doing a party. You know what I'm saying? You yeah. Know, you're, you're scheduling it out. You're like, yo, I can't have the party in winter or fall or whatever because I know it's not going to pop like that. Right. So you do the reverse of that. Exactly. And doing that with, with streaming. And you're like, you know what? I'm going to make a schedule around that time and do this thing. The only tough thing about streaming is you have to do it every you week. You got to keep doing it. Yeah. Yeah. You have to do it every week. Mm-hmm. I, I noticed there's a gamer, right? His name is Nick Merckx. Mm-hmm. Right, he's like a mm-hmm. big time gamer. He gets like, I think he was averaging fifty thousand views damn. per stream. God damn! And then mm-hmm. he like went on vacation. Yeah, and he disappeared for like I don't know a few weeks. Yeah, and he came back, and he can't get past like twenty thousand now. Wow, it happens, man. So he went. He lost half of his his viewers. Yeah, more than his viewers. People move on. Yeah, They're like thank you next. They find someone else they like better. You know. Ouch. Thank I, you, next. They're kids, you know. <laughs> they're kids. They're like, okay, yeah. on to the next one, you know. I'm just, I'm just wondering, like, it, it's got to. I don't know, man. It's for me. <laughs> that's why I kind of like fell away from from Twitch. It was just too time consuming. It's too time consuming and demanding. Yeah, I think. Yeah, and I just, I, I didn't enjoy it. If I enjoyed it, it would have been different, right? Yeah. So wait, so where do you lie your focus? Like, what were you saying? Um, I mean, my my focus. It's kind of scattered, then, huh? It's yeah, just kind of going with the flow. So many a outlets. little bit right now. Well, yeah. okay, so right now my plan, because I'm trying to drop this uh, bachata remix project for like Christmas. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But then I'm also working on this disco house project, so I'm doing, you know, I'm moving, I'm moving in in a, in a different lane. Just you know, I'm doing what's fun to me. So nice. that's it. Yeah. <laughs> So you're basically planning everything out for next year. Yeah, that's what you're doing. Yeah, I mean, as he should. Mm-hmm. I'm I'm always just weirded out about producers who who jump around genres. <laughs> I feel what? like it's a little I, I, like like cool. I mean, any um, examples? Yeah, uh, there's a bunch of I don't want to put them on blast. He's but talking like, about me. <laughs> <laughs> well, yeah. Oh yeah, here's bleep 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 bleep. Yeah. Well, yeah, like for example, you can bleep his name out. I feel like he's so talented. Yeah. And he can do so much that it's hard to focus on one thing. And he right. doesn't build really one thing up. Well, and, that, and that's the Just thing. A bunch of little things. If you're going to do that, you have to be able to build around that entire uh, entire that entire section of whatever you're moving yeah. into. You have to build that. You can't just say, I'm going to do this and then move on. I think sometimes like producers, like the like DJ producers, yeah. they listen to DJs too much. And they try to like produce what they what DJs are like thinking is hot. Yeah. Right. And then it goes away, and then they get pigeonholed into this one thing when yeah. they should be creating their own sound. Right? Mm-hmm. Do you know what I'm saying? No. Yeah. I mean, I was I was there for for a while because you know mostly everybody was associating with me with like Mumutone, and that was it. Right. So I started having to move in a different lane, and you know, like the, the quarantine and stuff, I was coming out with everything, a lot of the hip hop stuff, a lot of the vibey shit. So I was able to kind of pivot out of that instead of being pigeonholed. For like the last like four years so now it's not like that anymore so i can but when i drop something i 
whole hundred percent focus, on that, focus yeah. all marketing and anything that I have like an edit or a remix I drop I drop in that style. So when I do drop the project, it's it's all fitting everything I was already doing. Mm-hmm. So it's not like this one and done thing, and then next week it's what the fuck is this? No, like there has to be some kind of focus because you want people to, you know, you want to bring them into your world. Yeah, you know, like my right now I'm in. You know, I love I love disco house. I've always loved disco house, and I've always loved disco. But I wasn't sure how that would go over if I've done that. So now I feel really, really comfortable doing that. So, Mm -hmm. you know, now it's just pivoting into that lane. So I got a question. Can I play devil's advocate? Like if I was going to be your manager. Yeah. Okay. Like if I was your manager. Here we go. Here we go. Here we go. I feel like Crooked would be a great manager. No, he is. If I I was going to be your manager, manager, right? Yeah. Like, for example, like, remember when Kehlani came out? Yeah. And like, she came out with a new album with like short hair or something, right? Yeah. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. I forgot yeah. what it was. Yeah, I remember that. It's like the a painting. Distraction. Of, oh. She had like short like, hair. Yeah. Yeah. And then all of a sudden, for the promo of her album, she had like long hair, and it was like, and her hair kept changing. Yeah. And then I was like, like her sexual preferences. I mean, <laughs> okay. Should, should we edit okay. that out? Sorry. <laughs> okay. I'm hey, just mad. She just. I, I didn't say. Yo, it. I, I didn't say. It. Like you didn't say. You're good. It's hard. I mean, I actually got no problem with that. <laughs> I know. We love that uh, song. <laughs> Positions actually is what it's called. <laughs> uh, but then it's it's kind of like there's no identity. Yeah. Right. Right. It, there's, it's, there's like if you like an album and you like an artist. Yeah. They have to stay consistent with. The yeah. image, like the optics, yeah. everything, the rollout. They you have know? to push that. Um, it's right. kind of that like album that's out. They have to push it. They have to push it. Wait, yeah. But the theme, of, style. the theme of that album has yeah. to reflect in how they dress, how they yeah. look, yes. and everything. The yes. videos. It's like yes. it has to kind of be this whole one project, Brand. right? Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. almost like the weekend. Like yeah. Yeah. No, the weekend no, yeah. Oh, he's a was Madonna. Huh? Yeah, perfect example is Madonna. Madonna, Madonna. Perfect. Because yeah. every time she put out an album, she has a different look. And Janet right. too. Janet and Janet. Oh, right. Janet. I mean, we're we're talking about stellar <laughs> superstars. Superstars yeah. right here, right? <laughs> but so still, like, they started somewhere. But go ahead. Right. I see what yeah. you're saying. Though. Yeah. So Lady if Gaga. I was gonna manage you, right? Yeah. I would say I would say pick one genre for now. Yeah. And avoid doing remixes for anything else. Right. And then what you do is you you build in that industry. Yeah. And that industry knows to come to you for that. Right. And then you start getting better and better. Yeah. And then you start, you know what I'm yeah. saying? Like, and then you become the king of that industry. Right. But it, it and this is not going to happen in months. It'll happen in years. Yeah. I mean, that's what happened with Moombaton. And then it's kind of like, you know, you kind of, you kind of shift your focuses when you're at a, a position where you can shift it. Yeah. To other genres of music, but right. by the end of those years, I feel like you're kind of like dead inside. Like, yeah. Well, because I will say, well, that's what ha- kind of happened. Crook, he did the Moonbaton shit. Yeah. He was the big dude yeah. there, and now he he transitioned to the Spanish shit throughout this whole year. He's because I was doing on, like the Bailey shit. You know? Yeah, he's doing the Bailey shit, the bachata shit, over the pop smoke, whatever. And now he wants to do the house disco. So it's the transition. But I was gonna say, and also play devil's advocate. I think you should stay in that Latin shit that you've been doing because you've been killing it with that's what I, I mean, mean okay yeah. so like the whole yeah. disco disco house project what is, is it called Goracha Gurachu Guaracha 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 yeah no, I don't pronounce that means, the G <laughs> yeah it's Guaracha yeah. Guaracha yeah yeah Guaracha yeah. but, but like the ignorant American I can say Guaracha right <laughs> yes. if I was reading Guaracha. what I was yeah that's like saying quesadilla yeah quesadilla okay tamale 
I don't mind Kitamalis. <laughs> but it's 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 it has a G in it. Yeah. So it's yeah, spelled yeah, Guaracha, but it's pronounced Guaracha. 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 Like yeah. With a W. Guaracha. Yeah, but that's kind of like close Guaracha. to like Latin. That's like Latin. Yeah. Well, yeah, that means I mean, sandal. It, it, is, it is Latin. Right. Yeah. <laughs> but so, I, I will say like like I'm a you know I'm a newer DJ and I know for me like finding new genres because I I know like you know your thing and yeah. then when you start to find new genres it's kind of like having like a new girlfriend <laughs> you know like it's like oh this is fun oh and you get stuck on that and then you want to go on to another one yeah and it's like it's super fun to bounce around yeah it's horrible for branding but I but like, that's what I I'm think, saying I think he's I hoeing out a lot. No. And I think he needs bit. to sure like. It's hoe. fun to hoe out, but it's <laughs> but fun to hoe to wife, out. Do you but know he needs saying? to wife up. But I feel like the, <laughs> well, a little bit. I feel like the disco house is kind of on the same vibe yeah. as what you was doing before. The a little bit. Show. A little yeah, bit. same kind of. I don't know. It's a little bit I mean, the same. It's, Kind of, but I'm, I'm... I mean, if you talk to an EDM person, it's completely different. Yeah, I don't see, no, 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 no. see, that's the thing. I don't give a fuck about EDM anymore. Oof. I just do what I like. You hear that, motherfuckers? He's hoeing out. Yeah. No, because I think, like, I think you're having fun and you're, and you're, yeah. you're bouncing around. But you, I, I you think... You know what it is? It was this last year I was feeling, feeling that... I was like, man, I want to do something that I really fucking like. Yeah. Because yeah. I'm good at doing shit. Right. But I wasn't really feeling a connection to something, mm-hmm. you know? So it's like, you know, last year it was like the combination of going out, buying records and then really listening to those records. And then, you know, you know, talk talking with like Eddie or, or Neva and then talking to the homie Phenom out, out in uh, Portland and stuff, because, you know, they're, they're real big disco heads and funk heads. So that was me getting back into those things and listening to that shit again. I was like, man, I really love this shit. Right. So. And that's kind of the problem with being so talented is that you have so many options. Yeah. Like if you like sucked at all these other genres that you would have to stay with. Right. Whatever was working. You know? Yeah. I'm I'm just more gravity. I just want to gravitate towards something that I feel a passion for. Not something that I'm I know I can make. Yeah. Because yeah. there's no connection there. You know, I want to have something you. that I have an emotional connection with. You know, I feel you. So as but from a from a creative point of view. Yeah. I think I think you're so talented and everything you make is so good. Yeah. But from a, a manager, managerial, yeah. like from like a representation <laughs> point of view, I'd be like, oh, my God, give me something consistent to sell. Yeah. Do you know what I'm saying? Yeah. So I could sell you. It's like, I don't think someone like you, I mean, you can be an open format DJ. Yeah. But I feel like you should be like, like you should be doing like a, fe- you should be a festival. Like a or, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. I was, I was trying to do that stuff, but you know. Industry is what it is, but I don't. That's why I'm not really focused on it anymore. I yeah. just want to mm-hmm. create what I but what does, I like. Does your you've always spoken about how you don't like the EDM industry, yeah. right? Because I, yeah, they don't embrace the brothers. Yeah, they don't. They just don't. <laughs> yeah, I love when it comes in with the brothers. You know, it, it's funny. It's such a known fact, and no one will do anything about it. You know, like you have you have my friends like like G Buck. G Buck makes amazing fucking records. Right. You know, he was. You know, always hanging with Skrillex on Skrillex label, releasing shit. Yeah, this guy needed to be on festivals a long time ago. Has he been on a fucking festival? No. So, you know, I feel like it's changing a little nah, bit though. Nah, no, nah. Like with Kachanada winning a Grammy. Yeah, but, but see, EDM doesn't embrace Kachanada. I don't consider that EDM. Yeah, but I don't, and I don't EDM. even consider it EDM. But, but to hear me out. It doesn't it doesn't have to embrace you. Yeah. But you he's created his own lane in EDM. Oh, he's created yeah, one thousand. I feel like I mean, he, that's what he's, I, I think you could do the same thing. The same thing, thing with I, um, Black Coffee. Yeah. Yeah. I feel like K Trinata, what he's built, he's on an island by himself. Right. And he's able to 
do whatever he wants mm-hmm. and he's able to conquer that shit. Like no one can match Catronada's sound. Right. Like Catronada is in unique to him himself. Yeah, but I don't feel like there's a genre built around that. Do you, do you think when you were producing an EDM, you were because you were working with Diplo, you yeah. were working all do you think you were conforming to a certain sound when you were making the yeah, EDM? I definitely I I had some fun adding what I wanted to it, but at the end of the day I was still trying to make make tracks that get played by, you know, these big DJs or right. something that would help pivot me into doing more festivals. Got it. So I mean, but that's the name of the game. That's what mm-hmm. you got to do. Right. So you no, know. no. I I actually think where you are right now, you're yeah. in a transitional phase. Yeah. yeah. And I think it's good. I think yeah. you kind of played the game. Yeah. Right. And you're in a transitional phase. Yeah. You hoeing out a little bit, right? <laughs> He's you're hopping around. You're trying different He's things. Yeah. Miles and you're trying to find what you like. Yeah. And then, um, and I think when you find it, I think you're gonna fucking. Yeah, I, I think you're gonna destroy it. Yeah. you know what I'm saying. But I, I do want you. I don't want you to like steer away from EDM. Yeah, or that like, I'm you know the industry sucks. Like I mean, I mean like never and I have been in an industry yeah. that we've been treated like whores, and we've been <laughs> and we've accepted our roles as yeah. whores. I love you, <laughs> happily happily been doing it. For, I love like, you, man. All these years, you yeah. know what I'm saying. But there, yeah. but there's a love and hate thing in there. See, well, okay, so you know? I love. I, I still love EDM. I don't like the industry of it. Right. So I'll make what I feel like and I'll do what I like. So you I'm just think not, it's not changing at all? What? A little bit. No, no. No, dude. How do you see it change? Why do you keep saying that? Because I, I'm hearing like Waracha. I'm hearing like different. I'm hearing. But what is the best yeah, but, EDM? But this okay. guy is in the industry. He's in that yeah, world. I know, but he's, I'm, I'm he has see, a better look at I'm seeing it from on. like a consumer point. Yeah, exactly. but, yeah, yeah. yeah, but, yeah. But, okay, you know? outside of Waracha, right? But not only that, like I heard Dior set, right? Yeah. And it was Just probably Dior. one of the best yeah, EDM but, sets but I've ever Dior, I've heard in a minute. Dior is Latin, bro. Yes. I know that. And I know there's that. There's a lot of Latin bass on that. Yeah. Yeah. And then he, even him, he's probably the only Mexican EDM. Really at that level. At that level. Able to do I agree. Level. I agree. Yeah. That's why I'm saying these. this didn't exist before. Like, they're still slowly becoming people of color that are emerging out of EDM. Yeah. And it's even taking over the sound a little bit. And now yeah. we're... I mean, everything And you can't did. even help... We're hearing R&B, like, loops and yeah. samples yeah. I mean, okay, and everything, so, you know? So, so peep this. Yeah. When Moombathone was still bubbling up, you know, Moombathone got so popular that that Moombathone sound became the new sound for reggaeton. And then eventually that sound seeped into everything from fucking Ed Sheeran records to yeah. Well, it became, to every, it became the structure for, like, pop music. Right. right? It yeah, came, yeah, yeah. yeah, it became pop music. Yeah. But uh, the people that were, you know, pushing that sound, like in Moombathone, they weren't getting the recognition. Who was? It was, you know, no no disrespect to Diplo and Dylan Francis, but those people, yeah. they were DJ getting that Snake. respect. Yeah. yeah. Those were the people. Not, getting the credit. Not the, not the dudes out in Argentina and Colombia and Mexico that right. were building that shit. They were really on that sound for years. But you don't think it's changing a little bit with like Faruco getting all this uh, attention and Duro and, and like, uh, what's in the Catronada and even Black Coffee? I don't know, bro. I've been a Duro fan for a long yeah, time. Yeah, I've been a Duro yeah. fan like, since, you know, why, what, like since really he was tonic. long time. <laughs> yeah, since he was tonic. That's crazy. Yeah, yeah but, but for I'm a long time. He's getting he, a ton. They, these guys are blowing the fuck up yeah. this year. But he's just now getting it. But that's yeah. what I'm saying is things are changing, you know? Yeah. Not not at... It's like the same talk I have with people in, like about politics or the yeah. world. It's like nothing happens... 
Yeah. Nothing happens instantly. Yeah. Like, no. And any, anything that you went through, yeah. wasn't that like five years ago? It's still, still, bro. Even. I know it's still going to happen because it's only five years ago. <laughs> no, no, just, no, 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 no. It's still is happening. Like even, even this year, you know, I had a talk with an agent that, you know, I had put out two EPs earlier this year, mm-hmm. you know, and the agent was like, well, you know, send me whatever you're working on next and then we can go from there. I'm like, what the fuck are you talking about, bro? I just released two fucking EPs and you want to want me to give you an, an entirely new project to whether or not you'll sign me? Fuck that. Mm-hmm. So it's, you know, and they're not going to do that for, for these other people. It's just, it's ridiculous. And mm-hmm. it shouldn't be like that. You know, not even just for me, but for like the next person coming up. Yeah. So, you know. I it's, mean, it's, t- it's tough. But, that, but that's tough. why I choose not to care about the industry po- politics because you know what? The people that that you make fans of yours, they're mm-hmm. the one. They're the ones who, who are going to lift you up at the end of the day. Yeah, how, that's how fucking Catronada did his thing. Mm-hmm. He had there was no industry pol- politics for him because he just did what the fuck he wanted. He just got fans. That was it. So educate me a little bit more. What do you mean? The, like educate me about the EDM industry or like even the management that you were talking about. It's, right. You know, it's just what do, what do they want from you? To what do they want you to make? Is it they want you to make something a little bit more top forty or like what is it? They just wanted to tell me to make an entirely new project and then you know see where we can go from there, so they can shop me to to you know to festivals or things like that. But the things I had released already, you know, two fucking EPs, you know, one was by the funk, another one was like Moonbathon, and you right. know, so it was just like. You know what the fuck I can do. You know what I'm capable of. Mm-hmm. Why the fuck do I have to send you another project to see if you want to sign me? Either you do or you don't. Like, I just don't have time for that. And, it, you know. Yeah, yeah. I've And I've had conversations with, you know, with, like, my, my homies that aren't of color. I've asked them if they've had to deal with that shit. And they said no. So, you know, that part really validated my 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 stance and how i feel about it because if they didn't have to deal with it why should i have to and that's a strange part it's not strange it's just fucked up (laughs) (laughs) it's not strange it's just fucked up it's crazy so wait so you're 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 what do you what you're feeling right now in your heart right now for production right yeah you want to go you want to just you're going to start working on this kind of disco house Mm-hmm. I'm just doing. I'm just doing what I I want to do. Like I, I didn't feel a connection to. I, I don't rebrand it. Yeah, brand it as yourself. I don't brand it as yourself. Just name the project yeah. something different, yeah. and then remarket the project yeah. in a different way. But don't don't change the name of like if you were considering to possibly have go under another name. Don't do it. Yeah. Don't do it. Well, I've never I've never done house under my name before that's why i feel that's like, fine that's fine you know it's it, it, the thing is like producers they they move all over the place yeah do you know what i'm saying you keep your name because you've built it so much right it, it doesn't like weight. It, yeah it still has weight and it's yeah. still gonna gra- get more listens it's harder to build something that's unestablished right do you know what no, i'm that, saying no that's true it's yeah. just really on on really just clever marketing yeah so i think you should keep your name yeah, and and do this project, but don't rebrand or anything. Do you know what I'm saying? Yeah, I, but I, I see where you're going. He's doing like a J.K. Rowling, like a, you know, like a <laughs> Stephen King. I see like you know Stephen King released oh. books under like different 
our authors. Why are you? Are you okay? No, no. Go ahead. <laughs> I'm just, no, I was going to say something else. No, you said, oh my gosh, under your no, breath. No, I didn't say, I, I coughed. <laughs> I, mean, I was going to say, like a Todd Terry, like he used to do that all the time. Yeah. He used to come put out different projects under different names. Mm-hmm. But that was back in the days. Nowadays, right. it's kind of different. Yeah. So you're hoping that it. that different name will pop. Well, no, and it's then, just, I don't. Like for me, I really, really care about this project, so I you're feel trying like, to give it the best odds. Yeah, yeah, so I don't want it. You know, I feel like if people were like, "Oh, well, he's doing this disco thing under under this," like, what the fuck is he doing? Type of thing. So I feel like if I start fresh with a new name, it won't. Mm. You know, it won't. Brand. Yeah, it won't have so much stigma yeah. attached to it. You know what I'm saying? So do you think there's like, so you think like your name well, is, is it's, like it's, represents a different kind of element? I production. feel like at this point people associate me with different, you know, with a different type of style. Especially me jumping into, you know, doing like house or disco house or something. Right. It's such a So you, you don't know. think they would rock with you if you switch up your style. It's it's really yeah. confusing cuz I feel like there's a lot of talented um producers and DJs like Spider Tech and they, there's no guidance. Yeah. Right? Yeah. Cuz there's so many avenues and so many ways you could go about it. Yeah. And, it's, and you have so many talent, you just need the guidance. Right? And then, well, it's guidance, but also then people are telling you, well, maybe you should change your name for marketing purposes type of thing. Because mm-hmm. it's such a different, such, such a different sound from yeah. people are you from, you know, what people are used to you doing. So it's, it's the, depending on who you talk to, the conversation can go two ways. Yeah. I you don't, know? I don't agree. I think you can keep the name if you want to keep the name. Yeah. And I think there's a way to your name. Yeah. And I don't think you need to rebrand as anything. Yeah. Unless unless you really, really feel it's necessary. Yeah. Who am I to say? I don't know the EDM world. Look at Marshmallow, right? Yeah. Marshmallow rebranded. Wear, like, no, he, he, head. But Marshmallow did rebrand himself. That's what I'm saying. Yeah. 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 Like, I forgot what his name was before. It was dot uh, com. Dot com. Yeah. yeah. I mean, a lot of those dudes rebranded themselves. Yeah. What is your impression of like a sicket? Because I know DJs want to hate on him. Yeah. Right. I just feel like producer DJs cater to DJs too much. Yeah. I feel like they're always trying to impress or make music or edits or remixes for DJs. Yeah. When they should be making it for people. <clears throat> I'm guess what I'm I guess what I'm trying to like get at is like or explain is is producers, like regular producers, you know, not DJ producers, but regular producers, they, they want to make a hit. You know, they want a song to hit the masses. I would say a majority of them. A DJ producer, I, I'm not sure sometimes who who they're producing the music for, and who who it's catered to. You know, like I, I think instead of catering to the DJs, they're almost better catering to dancers. You know, like uh, like social media dancers, teaming up with dance crews or whatever. Like I, I think it's one of the best ways that music is being delivered to the public right now is through dancers, and they're and they're really kind of handpicking and choosing all the all of the songs that blow up. Especially on social media. Yeah. So all the motherfuckers who make mashups or remixes for people yeah. Yeah. end up kind of blowing up a little bit better than these other dudes who, who make it for DJs because DJs are so fickle. Yeah. And they honestly, a lot of them, majority of them, have really bad taste in music. And they, I mean, and they don't I was know. making stuff for DJs, yeah. but I was thinking of it as DJs playing it for people. I wasn't making it for DJs. I was making it for them to play. Right. You know, see, I, 
But but see, like when, when I you're look specifically at, making it for DJs, yeah, yeah, that can mean a myriad of things. You know what I'm saying? But like they want to impress, right? Like it's about the impression. Well, yeah, like we had they want to have the hottest mashup. We had Nick Bike on, right? Yeah, mm-hmm. and Nick Bike was saying, he, now he's he, you know, when he he started like kind of making edits and production that was getting the attention of a Jazzy Jeff. Yeah. He was going to start focusing his edits and his style yeah. to cater to what Jazzy Jeff might play. And I think it's dope, but I also think that's it's like the wrong route. Yeah. To go to me, I think it's the wrong route to go. Right. Um and if I look at other I mean these guys are kind of breakout stars, but if I look at like Sickick yeah. or what's that Amorphous? Yeah, Amorphous. Yeah. Amorphous like Yeah. I think these are guys who literally went to please. I mean, Amorphous to me pleases like yeah. the R and B. He switched it up. He's sure. doing house now. Yeah, yeah. But I'm saying to get the attention, he really went to the people. Yeah, yeah. you know mm-hmm. what I'm saying. And like, but Sick he was also, doing the same thing. But he was also in front of the camera too. Yeah, you know, and that's the difference. You know, a lo- there's a lot of dope DJs out there, but but he wasn't you know, doing anything amazing in front of the camera. Doesn't matter. He was in front of the camera. A, yeah. A majority of DJs and producers that are doing stuff like at least dope shit musically, yeah. they're not in front of the camera. And that's the big difference between, you know, connecting with people. People want to see your face. I think it's also yeah. the fact that what he did was very it was simple and it was recognizable. Like what Amorphous did. Mm-hmm. It yeah. was it was very palatable. It, it was it was it extremely was, palatable. Yeah, it was a combination of those things though. Right. Because if if he just put those tracks out, no one's seen his face. You but, know, he just put up, you know, I don't know. It wouldn't have the same picture. reaction. Yeah, it wouldn't have had, yeah. had, had the same connection. I don't know about that. I think I think I think you're right. I think there's I think he has a good story too. Yeah. There's yeah. a good story behind him. Yeah. You know? And I'm still thinking from a managerial point of view with you. So I <laughs> I don't want it to make I don't want it to seem like I'm being overly critical of you. Bro. Because I, I know the thing is like I know you're gonna do dope shit anyway. And yeah. I, and I feel like you're just on the road to it. Yeah, but I'm just, I'm just kind of like I I I want to kind of like from a manager from like if I was your marketing person or yeah. whatever, I'd be like, can't you just can you not uh, can you can you dumb it down so it's more palatable? Yeah, yeah. because making like a bachata remix yeah. only speaks to a small demographic oh, yeah. of people. Yeah. Do you know? Yeah. Whereas like if you do something with top forty music, yeah, it it kind of translates to everybody, yeah. especially R and B. Right, it, like you start hitting. A wider mm-hmm. uh, demographic of people, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah. And it, and then he kind of stuck with it yeah. for like I don't know what is it two years now? Yeah, a like year and a half, like two years. Yeah, yeah. And then he got some leadway, and then he's switching to house, which he, he can very well do. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, but I think it's also the perfect timing right now because I feel like there hasn't been that much great R&B coming out. No, no, no. So I feel like what his transition makes sense. Yeah. But um, yeah. I mean, I don't. I I feel like. I would want you to make something, do a little bit more, like sell out a little bit. Yeah. And I know <laughs> it sucks. More. But you know I, I do. Sell out more. So I do have to say, like, I. Even, though, been, even though your Pop Smoke Pachata remix is insane. Yeah, that shit. I think it's insane. <laughs> she like the way that I move. She like the way that I rock. She like the way that I woo. And she let it clap for a nigga. She let it clap for a nigga. And she do it back for a nigga. Yeah, she do it back for a nigga. Oh, like a man. I've never seen you like 
live yeah. perform. But it's funny because like over the past couple of weeks, I've seen you on other DJs' IGs. Yeah. Like doing like crazy transitions. Yeah. And I'm like, if this was on a professional camera, like right. this would be like TikTok famous, you know? But it's like, you're just doing this in the club for the love, you yeah. know? Like, and that's the sad thing is that like everyone's yeah, it's like I have to, in front of it. For me to have to plan that stuff out, you have to, you know. Have yeah. To, like, we need to, to get you a mask. <laughs> Get a little baby Yoda we mask. Need, we need to get, get the, you the, a mask. The Donda mask. <laughs> the Donda mask. <laughs> we need to get him no, a mask no, or man. we need to do something. Yeah. We need to like, you know. But it's sad that that's why it's come down to. Yeah. Like, it's just like, why? What? You know. I know. We need to just put like, a stocker cap on your face. Like um, <laughs> ghost face. <laughs> when Woofers came out, oh, that's yeah. what he used to do. But you know what? I did have a question. So like I saw this um, online. So like with all these mashups and stuff, like yeah. the new kids, like they weren't around in the Y2K era. Yeah. So like, oh, mashups. So like people are saying like they think the mashup era is going to come back because of like the TikTok fame and I mean, stuff. It, like, it, it has in a certain way. It's been coming back yeah. since yeah. last year. It yeah. was like since bubbling. Last year, yeah. Since Amorphous and stuff like yeah. that. Yeah, I mean, yeah. It, it, like out, like in the club. Yeah, yeah. it's yeah. just it's just a lot better now. <laughs> it sounds a whole lot better. It's more pro- professionally done now yeah, than it was know, before. You know, I, I, like production <laughs> in general, like edits in general sound way more, way, way better now <laughs> than they did like 15 years ago. 10 years ago, yeah, 15 years ago. Even five years ago. Like motherfuckers kind of know what they're doing because you guys were in the trenches though. Like right, you got remember when a notes would match? <laughs> the it'd, be, it'd be two different. Yeah, notes. <laughs> I mean to be honest, motherfuckers still do. Yeah, obviously, yeah, heard yeah, a, I mean yeah. a famous DJ do that amidst, and it sounded really bad. Oof. Yeah. I, I ain't gonna say who it was. I ain't gonna say what. <laughs> say, song say it, never say no, it. Say what your chest. Say what your chest. No, but I, I think I, I think like mashups are even like crossing over to like house. Yeah, like yeah. EDM. Oh, there's yeah. that, there's I mean, that one I mean, DJ. That's, that, I mean, like, that's been a thing. It's always in-house. been that. Yeah, because you know, the they, DJs they take, have no, their dub plates. Exactly. Yeah. Also, um, for house music, they take like the acapella, and they change. They wouldn't call it the name of the song. They change the name of the song. Right. Right. Yeah. Well, but it is the song. It's bootlegs, right? Pretty yeah, much. Yeah. It's a bootleg. Yeah. yeah. Make a bootleg of it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But I, I'm I'm saying like they're doing it more live in a three style way now. Mm. Yeah, have you because been before that? it was it was all pre produced. You know, well they mm. they would do some of it live, but it would it would be like a little. It wouldn't be as aggressive. Yeah, as it is like as it is now. Like yeah. what's that one DJ that does that shit? The white dude. Is this him? Yeah. Yeah. It's a different acapella over the beat. He's like mixing three CDJs right now. Yeah. yeah. Okay, is, that was his disgusting. Shit his shit isn't on tone either. That yeah. was off tone. That shit was disgusting. Um, like cool, disgusting. By the way, yeah. <laughs> What's his name? For? James Hype does everything. But he kind of blew up with TikTok, right? Mm, I feel like he was doing shit before TikTok. Cause he was doing this. TikTok. You see, like. 
He's got like four going on. Yeah, because I remember hearing about him years ago, before TikTok was a thing, and that motherfucker's always dope. Just straight up using CDJs. He says he doesn't use laptop. No, just straight up USB. It's all CDJs. Yeah. Jesus. Yeah. James hype. Okay, so I've I have a question actually. <laughs> Famously, like almost every female DJ that's come on this podcast, yeah. Crooked has accused of like their boyfriends teaching them how to DJ. Yeah. And so your girl knows how to DJ, right? Yeah. So I just she, wanted to know, did you no. did you teach her? No. Okay. So she was wife. DJing before me. Yeah. Uh, so yeah. her last boyfriend taught her. Ooh. No. <laughs> <laughs> You know, because, like, yo, females would come on and Cricket would always, like, ask two main questions. Nah. It was like, your boyfriend taught you how to DJ, right? And then it was like, do managers hit on you? And it's like, those I are like, that on everybody. the two, nah. every female that's I didn't come ask on that with VTech. Because she's, like, married. I don't know. No. <laughs> I didn't ask that. Don't, don't pigeonhole no, no, no. me. <laughs> if we go back to, uh, you, you ask those two questions a lot. Well, well the, second, only, the second question is, like... Yeah. You know, of course. Is the grass green? Is the sky blue? But the first question, yeah, yeah, it's more varied just because, you know, I feel like I feel like DJs that are from L.A., especially the female DJs that are from like the Bay or L.A., they just kind of fall into it. Like they're just around it because there's there's a you know, there's an underground scene for a lot of things going on in L.A. So people kind of fall into it. My my wife, she was she was into like the juke, uh, like, you know juke what what else is there in in like just that whole entire scene so there was you know all, all of that type of music and just differences so and you see a lot more female djs in that you know like the jersey club the juke stuff you know things like that but i would say hip-hop it's hip-hop you hear more about women djs being put on from like their boyfriend or a friend or something like that. I, th- I think it's a time period thing too. Yeah, I think that too. more recent, like in the past ten years or so, maybe more. There's probably been more of, there's been more of a presence of like women DJs around. Yeah, mm-hmm. to inspire like more women DJs t- like to DJ. And equ- and equipment ain't expensive as fuck. Well, <laughs> like and, it used to be. And there's like there's tutorials, there's YouTube, there's yeah. all this shit. But like in the <laughs> earlier days of like the '90s and the, and the early 2000s, I just feel like. You had to really love that shit. You had, you had to, to learn drop. from somebody. Like everyone kind of had to learn from yeah. somebody. You just go go over somebody's house or some shit, right? And know? usually, like, and and it's just what it is. It's like you always hear about uh, most of the DJs that we've had on here are younger brothers to older brothers, yeah. who were DJing probably to like make some extra bucks or get some no. get some girls. <laughs> but then the younger his younger brother like just fell in love with it more yeah. and became the DJ, yeah. but yeah. he was exposed by his older brother. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? So like, yeah. there's, it's just about exposure. Yeah. And it's just, it's just actually like kind of a, a game of like mathematics yeah. in the end because it's like, yeah. there's more men DJs. No, no, I'm saying there's more men DJs, yeah. right? And so, and there's, and for a woman to be exposed at that time, it was probably going to be from a man. Yeah. So she was probably going to learn from a man. Not, no, not, not saying no, that's no, the I majority mean, of every, that's not, yeah. that's the majority of everyone's, of every woman DJ's, you know, learning Story. experience. <laughs> I mean, a lot, a lot of the time when I was a kid, before I got my own equipment and I, I love DJing, but I didn't know, I would just go over to my homie's house and his pops was a DJ. So he yeah. would have the equipment and I would. You know, like his his pops was like, "Yo, you you fuck with DJ?" Because his son didn't, mm-hmm. my homie didn't. So I would just go over his house all the time and just start fucking with it. And that was I mean, the way I got. Same man, what like one of my homies, he had equipment, 
And I used to go to his house and practice on his equipment. Yeah. I used to go to his house like every day. It's just like, nah, I ain't come to hang out with you. I just wanna, <laughs> I wanna do, <laughs> I'm fucking his, he, he wouldn't even be there sometimes, his mom's be there. It was like, yo, I'm, go in, I'm, I'm going to the room, I'm gonna practice on his turntable. Yeah, my girlfriend taught me how to DJ. <laughs> Really? <laughs> no, you know what's so funny? Other, yeah, you believe me. The other night I was DJing. I mean, so I would I would love for a dude like for so that be true? a DJ to blow up and, and, and have the bitter <laughs> girlfriend who was like, I taught him how to DJ. <laughs> I paid for the Serato. No, I'd be like, aha. Like, <laughs> the, aha. The other night I was spinning and some chick came up to me. She was like, oh, you're, you're a good DJ. Where did you learn how to DJ? On YouTube? I, I've gotten I, I that feel question. really it's, old. It's no, it's weird. Like, it's, like, it's weird getting that question now because that shit happens a lot more. I got that question. Like YouTube or online? Yeah, online? Yeah. I'm like, I was DJing before online existed. But I felt like old as shit. Yeah. Yeah. Like, yeah. 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 Before yeah. the internet existed. Before the I was here the before internet. the interweb. I know. I, like, yeah, I, I, I will say Look that. Look at hair. <laughs> I was Look at hair, girl. I've been DJing yeah. before. Before, before the, the internet. Before you were born. Before the internet existed. I was I will say, I will say though. That just sounds mysterious. Like, yeah. <laughs> I will say though. Maybe she was me, just hitting on you. Yeah. That's Maybe she was trying. That was her opening. Look, that's saying that opening. That was the opening. That was the opening. That was an icebreaker, bro. <laughs> 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 DJ online. Nah. No, she wanted. To, she wanted you to teach her how to DJ. That's what it was. <laughs> but no, actually, I just no, I just felt like, damn, man, I've been DJing so long. So what? <laughs> before the internet existed, like, goddamn, this motherfucker was aging on the spot. Just at that I was, man. I was just like, I had to think about it. I was like, damn. Man. <laughs> what we, what we he's going he's, he's going back every decade like I was what? I was just thinking I'm like when you get asked weird ass questions like man. that it does make you contemplate a lot of shit like man I've been around this shit for exactly a man I was like, it's been man. a long time it's been a minute man no I was I was saying that I said me DJing for women had made me a better DJ though of course you know dudes <laughs> what, what do, this is what the fuck dudes do just stand around with their hands you know with their arms crossed and shit just judging what you're doing yeah, they they're not vibing in the music. Me playing for women made me a much better DJ. I mean, have period. To. I mean, that's our job. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's, yeah. yeah but like you sex. know, but people like to not give women credit for shit. I give women credit for that. I mean, do we, I, we, we, we're we not we, giving. Yeah. No, I'm not talking about y'all. I'm not oh, talking no, about. See, I'm not, not like, talking like, about. See, he man hater club. He's defensive. He's defensive because of my comment. She said I asked the same questions. Yo, you do if you go back every woman, you ask the same two questions. When did your boyfriend teach you how to DJ? And I did that once for Millie. I said I asked that he once. Were you serious? Do that. Were you serious or you just fucking around? No, no. I was just making a joke with Millie though. I was making a oh, joke. Oh yeah, we were with messing Millie. with Millie. We did yeah. say that with okay. Millie. Yeah. yeah, but we were I messing. I didn't ask that. To <laughs> like, like, I feel, you know what? Because I'm associate Millie. producer, I'm yeah. gonna find like every sound clip <laughs> and I'm gonna compile. She's gonna it. send me this fucking She's on a comb gonna, that shit. She's on comb. I think I think maybe Tina T. You asked like and you CLA too. Maybe. You every girl that's come on you asked. Actually, Craig. Did you ask Yoli that? Hold on. You asked Yoli that? She she's never been she on. She hasn't been on. Oh, not yet. Oh, you need to have Yoli on. Here. I don't think she wants to be on. Yeah. I would love for Yoli to be on. Yeah. I first of all, I don't think she likes me, right? <laughs> she's and I've been asking her. You know how she, yeah. she keeps avoiding you? Yeah. She's doing the DJ5 thing. She, yeah. <laughs> she's just busy. She's just busy. I I talk to her all the time. Yeah, she's yeah. just busy. She's busy. Yeah. She's doing well though. Yeah. She's good doing for great. Yeah, yeah, she's good. killing it. Good for yeah. Yoli. Yeah, she's um, been doing Omnia hard and shit. Yeah, yeah, she's been doing really well. Yeah, she. Yeah, I, I've been. I think we wanted her on, but I don't think a she long likes time me. Ago. 
I don't right? think that's what it is. I, I think it's a, it is. Yeah, I think so. I think I'm the reasonable one here between us. Yeah. You know what? I respect that very much. Like I understand. <laughs> I understand her her perspective. I've heard you know I've saying? heard her say comments to other people about Kirk to say someone needs to put him in his place. I mean, he so talks many so people, much shit. So many people have put me in my place. Yeah, 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 yeah. So <laughs> I've heard that, and I'm like, oh, okay. The funny so, thing is that he, he likes that. Like You know what's funny? He, I used to think before, before I was even on the show, before I knew you, I thought you was an asshole. I thought, oh, he is. Thought, he is an asshole. <laughs> I don't He's think not. so. I don't think so. I think you're just real. That's I could it. just say that. Not, <laughs> you like that shit, though, man. <laughs> you're so angry. Like, that shit fuels this never used to call, You never used to call me a brother from another mother. No. Now I'm an asshole. He's an asshole. You're the asshole. <laughs> it's a quarantine. Exactly, that's man. why. It's a- Do they say that anymore? Kids, they, they don't say that anymore. Right? No. You're, you're my brother from another mother. Hey, man, you're like my brother from another mother. I don't know about that, man. <laughs> people still that, say that. Yeah, people, people still, still say that. that. <laughs> you're an asshole, barely. but you're a good asshole. <laughs> yeah. That's, that's what I think. I don't think you're an asshole. <laughs> I think you're a reasonable you're asshole. asshole. You know what? You know I what think it is? Just Maybe like a few person. years ago. I, I am a scarred. Good person. That's oh, therapy. I am a scarred. There's no a difference. Good That's some dramatic ass shit to say. Like, I'm a good person who was scarred. Do you understand? So I, I'm very protective about myself with bad people. We just been through some shit. Right? Yeah, I'm a very good person. I just I protect myself from bad people, and I don't have a good. Um, I'm just. I can't not be honest about how I feel about somebody. Yeah, you're very honest. Yeah. So if somebody, no, you're right. there's you, been time, but there's been times you said you hold you hold back saying shit. I do to a certain extent, yeah. You know, but if I'm at a dinner and I don't like somebody, yeah. and they come up to me like you don't like me, I'd be like, I mean, do you want to know why you though? Like I don't say that. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Do you do you feel uh, when when you have a bunch of DJs kind of like standing behind you, or if you know a lot of DJs are coming to check out your set, do you feel intimidated? No, no. No? no, never, not really, nah. No. I mean, I think the only intimidation would, would be you. Yeah, you, me. Why? Yeah. Well, you're, you're like real quick. A lot of DJs are intimidated when you. Oh no, no. To me, the, to me, to me, when you like in the, when you come to the club because you stand and you stand by them. They're yeah, like, you, you like. Okay, a few DJs. That was my, that's few, bullshit. To me, to me serious, bullshit. Man. I've yeah, heard that, like, but to me, it's different. Yeah, but you act like I'm just like no, no, no. That's the thing. You just there, hang. No, you just there, minding your own business. But motherfuckers thinking like, oh man, Cook is here. I oh, can't lie to you. Okay. <laughs> you know no my homie? podcast. <laughs> That's why. You know what? I, I hate. I hate when motherfuckers like maybe like motherfuckers do something fucked up or like if they fuck up a mix or something. Yeah. They look at me and they're like, "You ain't gonna say that they, on they the podcast." About to say, they're gonna get scared. You gonna call them out on the podcast? That's literally why though. That's exactly why. You know, one of my good homies. You know who I'm talking about. He told me he's like. Yeah, I was like, yo, how was your night? Sorry I couldn't make it because I was working that same night. And he goes, man, yo, like, Crooked was in the spot. And I was like, I had to show off a little bit. And I was just like, damn, people really get intimidated about you. No, and no, even before the podcast, man, DJs would be like, oh, damn, I was in that. the building. Oh, man. Damn. Well, to me, the intimidation. <laughs> it makes no sense. Well, me, it was just because you are, like, a mentor to me. So you kind of, like. You, you have to give me some type of feedback. I don't want that label. Oh, my God. <laughs> yeah, literally. I was going to say Big Brother, bro. Like, drunk, not even paying attention. Who, me? <laughs> I yeah. am paying attention to everything. <laughs> yeah. I'm listening to everything. I My only thing is, like, I hear, like, if there's a bad mix, I hear it. 
If there's anything wrong, I hear it. Yeah, I you just don't loosen don't, up when you drink, though. You don't. No, like, I still hear it. Out, yeah, like, still no, no, I, I'm loosened up, but I still hear it. <laughs> You've never seen a group of DJs in full conversation laughing, and, and then the mix is off, and they all turn. Everybody turns. What is he doing? What's going Squirrel. on? Squirrel. Yeah, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Did Real you hear shit. that shit? Real shit. We, we yeah. hear it all. Yeah. I could yeah. be talking. You can't be, turn that shit off. I could literally be making out with like Halle Berry. I look. Look at this. I could be making out with Halle Berry. Right. And if I hear a mix that's fucked up or something, You'll I will stop and I'll be like, wait, wait, hold on, hold on. Hold on. Yeah. Like, who did that? <laughs> I would still turn and look and see what, what the fuck's going on. Yeah. Yeah. No, no, no. But I, I don't judge DJs off of like, I don't judge them off of their sets from like, I need to hear them like three to four times. Oh, um, okay. Because yeah. I, I know like, there's so many things that come into play, especially yeah. if it's a big room. Right. I don't judge them at all. Yeah. I'm just kind of like, I don't know what's going on. And I look in the booth. I'm like, looks like a hot mess. You know, there's probably a lot of shit going on. <laughs> and I understand what's going on. You know, I understand what's happening, you know? Yeah. And and I also know what Neva's saying because that's why when I come to hear DJs, yeah. I sometimes don't say hello immediately. Because I don't like it when DJs DJ for me. Yeah. I don't like it when they change their set and start playing stuff that like, oh man, like Crooked, like Four Color Zaka here. I'm going to play something that they like. Yeah. I'd rather you just play for the room. Play for the room, Like yeah. play Katy Perry, play whatever <laughs> you need to play. Right, right. You know, play Nancy Sinatra, whatever the fuck you need to play. Yeah. Just play it for that room and like just do your thing. Like. I just don't I hate that. Don't don't right. change your game plan like for me. Then that's what I try not to do like I remember like there was a time like when, the most intimidating shit was when Riz was behind me. Oh shit. It was at Jet and he was and I was DJing, he was behind me. And the whole time I'm like I think I started doing like MOP and I started doing all this other shit, some New York shit. And I remember I was hanging out with him later that night. He's like, "Yo, like don't ever change your set for the DJ that's listening to you. Yeah. He's like, they're actually there to listen to you. And you'll be surprised. They're probably learning a lot more than you think when you're just doing what you do instead of you catering to them. Right. And it's true. Yeah. I'd rather, I'd rather hear a DJ not cater to me, cater right. to the crowd, play one or two or three <laughs> tracks that I would never hear. And I'd be like... That's amazing because those one or two, three tracks that I hear, yeah, those will completely change my whole set. I right. could, I could literally create a new set mm -hmm. from hearing one song. You know what's funny about you know? that? It's the same conversation we have uh, talking about. We're not playing to that one person that wants to hear some other shit in the room. We play for everybody, right? Mm -hmm. But when there, when you say not the person, you say DJ. All of a sudden, the conversation changes. It's different. It's just it, they, they they think differently about it. Yeah, like young like I would mm -hmm. I would I love listening to younger DJs. Yeah. And just listening to the what they do. Like don't ever play for an OG or anything like yeah. that. You know what I'm saying? No, and it's like cuz it's like I learned so much just Right. Even like when I hear Jamie, yeah. Like the way he DJs, he's kind of he moves through genres. Right. And it, it's things it, he he mixes songs that I would never mix into. Yeah, but it it sounds good. Yeah, and it's it's like now he's actually like forming his own style. Yeah, so like I really enjoy it, and just hearing a one mix. Yeah, that's like I would never think to do. 
it changes my perception on some of my sets. Mm -hmm. And that it literally just takes one song or one mix to influence like another 15 minutes of work that I would do. 100%. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Do you know what I'm saying? Yeah. And it's just, that's what DJs do. Like we hear one song mm -hmm. and we build off of that because that one song is surrounded by a whole bunch of other music in your world. Yeah. And that one song is surrounded by a whole different bunch of music in my world. Yeah. Right, right, right. And that's right. the great thing about listening to other DJs. Yeah. And that's why it's so important to listen to other DJs because you're being exposed to someone's yeah. world of yeah. music, right? And it's affecting yours and then you have your own kind of take on yeah. the whole thing. Like if I'm if I'm a fan of a DJ or I'm I'm cool with a DJ and I know what kind of stuff they listen to, I'm I'm interested in seeing what they're gonna play in their set. Right. Like I saw Matthew Law, I saw Corey Towns. I, th those are homies I had never heard heard them. I mean, I've heard them on Twitch, but I haven't heard them in a, in a place. So I was actually interested to see what they were going to play and loved every fucking second of it though. But I want to hear what the DJ wants to play in that room, not what they're playing for me or what they're playing for like the other DJ homie. I want to hear what is coming out of their mind, you know? Yeah, yeah. You know what I'm saying? And that's to me, that's the most important part of DJing. I don't want to. I hate when I go into places because I've been I've been to places where, oh, what up, Spider Tech, and they'll do all that other bullshit, and then they'll try to play some of my shit or do no, just go back to do what you're doing. Like let me let me let me get out of your way. I'm not trying to be in your way. Just do what you got to do because I want to hear. I mean, it's a good feeling if they play your shit. I mean, though. it's a good feeling, but but if, it, but if but if it's not working in the crowd, then you kind of like. I mean, <laughs> you gotta, you gotta, get out of there! Get out of there! Switch up your style. Abort! Abort! Yeah. I mean, for, I mean, that's that's a whole thing. I mean, I I really appreciate that kind of stuff. But yeah, yeah. for me, I'm I'm a fan of the music. I like geeking out to the music, man. I want to hear what that DJ yeah. is, is bringing. I think DJs should never judge another DJ from one set. Yeah, I think mm -hmm. you need to hear them like at least three times. Yeah, to really get an idea of, of what they can do. Yeah, and I would listen to them at different times of the night. If yeah. you really want to study DJs, because like. A lot of DJs start, like, I don't start, I don't take chances till later in the night. Yeah. So, like, when you hear me at 3 a.m., you're yeah. going to hear a completely different DJ than you do at 1 a.m. Real shit. Mm -hmm. Do you know what I'm saying? And a lot of people have heard me at, like, 3 a.m., like, why don't you start out like that? I'm like, because I don't think the crowd is open like that. Because Johnny Walker hasn't walked in. Yeah. <laughs> I'm a different DJ, too. It's like, when, it's like you got to build a trust with the crowd. Yes. And once you build that trust with the crowd... You know what I'm saying? You Literally can take a little bit more chances at 3 a.m. That's, that's it. That's it. And it's just it's just one of those things where you have to kind of. That's yep. why I like if. And there, but there's some DJs that I know that they're amazing the first 45 minutes. Yeah. And then it's like, and right. then it's like kind of filler. Mm -hmm. And then maybe they might pick it back up. Right. But it's but I can literally say that because I've listened to the DJs in different times of the night. Yeah. So I've heard these DJs literally in different times of the night. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? That's right. Mm -hmm. And it's that's the difference, yeah, of like you know listening to different dudes or whatever, right? Yo, we should probably end this, right? It's yeah, like we it's going long. Mm -hmm. We've just been super DJ nerdy with this. Yeah, yo, Spider Tech. Yo, thank you, thank you so much for coming through, man. Of course, through. my man. Um, <laughs> and th and this would be the episode I'm on where we just keep droning on <laughs> <laughs> about DJ shit. <laughs> but this is a typical hangout with, with Spider Tech. You just talk about shit and just talk keep going, 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 going. <laughs> I was, yeah, I was trying to talk about whatever y'all was. 
Thanks for tuning into the Road Podcast. Don't forget, every Wednesday we have new episodes on all major streaming platforms. And every Thursday, the video versions go up on our YouTube page. Please subscribe to our channel, youtube.com slash roadpodcast. And to find exclusive clips of the pod, please visit youtube.com slash DJ City. And we'll see you next Wednesday.